0: Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Book Wash Snobs. You have made it all the way on your journey to horological enlightenment. You have made it all the way to episode 163. Michael, how are you doing? How the fuck are you doing? You all right? 8.40 a.m., and I wish I had a drink. 8.40 40 <laughs> I, I mean, 8.40, you can drink. Just put some <laughs> orange juice in it and just call it a mimosa Everything or whatever. Everything Okay. Everything's okay if you put juice in it, man. I I don't have like champagne on. I never have champagne on hand to make a mimosa mm-hmm. or orange juice. Because most orange juice that you buy today is just basically like soda. Like it's just it's like motor oil. <laughs> it's it's like- just, they, just motor oil with pixie sticks. Yeah, right. But uh, yeah, maybe I'll give that a try next week. That's how they make it palatable, man. They put sugar in everything. They put sugar in crack to make to make crack palatable. I think, mm-hmm. or they put crack and sugar to make sugar palatable. One of those things is involved in the other one. Yeah, I haven't tried either of those, but I, I maybe I should. <laughs> do you? Do the you, way that work is you, going, <laughs> really, really funny. Um, remember Anthony Bourdain? Remember? I, I, did you ever watch his show? Never. Or Any of his shows? So there was he was the he, uh uh Becky and I are working through um his back catalog of old No Reservations episodes, and so um. He has like a really, really, he has a really, really crazy history with like substance abuse and like he was on all kinds of crazy drugs and everything like that and then like he, he got into cooking and everything and so, um, and so he was very vocal about his past and like with substance abuse and all that crap, or he was very vocal about his past with substance abuse and all that crap and so he was on an episode in Istanbul, he was in Turkey and he was drinking uh, Turkish coffee and uh, it was, I'm pretty sure it was Turkish coffee and like well, his fixer was like, oh, have you ever tried anything like this? And he goes, yes, crack. <laughs> that shit had me dying man oh man oh that's so good but here let's do this episode 163 this is going to be a super fun one um this is an episode that i'm going to uh i'm going to give a shout out to our tbws contributors uh for giving us the uh the idea here um, you guys know who you are. Uh, Greg, Baird, Skip, Henry. I'm super sorry if I'm forgetting anyone else. Mark, I'm sure you guys were all talking about this as well. All the team of contributors. Um, Michael, let's talk about Timex. Let's do a proper Timex episode because ever since about, what, 2018, Timex, in regards to the big brands, it's it's it, I think it's kind of figured the formula out. Yeah. Almost, I would say similar to the way that Seiko did when they brought back the the new Turtle, like the SRP 777. Yeah. Like, they were knocking it out of the park when that first new variation yeah. came out. And same same went for a lot of the um, the sport, like, pro specs models. Um, and then I'm, I'm kind of starting to see the same thing with Timex, where they, they know what's going to work really, really well at this point. They know what's going to work, and they have something interesting going for them in where price is obviously a factor here. Price is a factor, but unlike Seiko, um, quantity is also a factor, apparently, because these that, things are right? selling out and we're seeing uh, we're seeing the market react accordingly. True that. So this episode's gonna be a lot of fun. I have dubbed this episode, Two Book Washed episode 163, Talking Timex our new darling question mark um so it's gonna be a lot of fun talking about recent timex releases some of the impetus behind them how that's kind of informing whether consciously or unconsciously our opinions of them in of of timex and the watch family it's gonna be a lot of fun it's gonna be a cool discussion but first oh michael but first would you like to do a wrist check with me you want to do a wrist check dude i would yeah. Did you dust off the charming bird? Or do you have that Moser Fromage watch or whatever the fuck they called it? That cheese watch? Still still in the bank uh, safety mm. deposit box. Of course, with your Rembrandt's Krugerants, mm-hmm. right? With your pencil Rembrandts. <laughs> your Stradivarius is in there as well, I'm assuming. <laughs> I have I have the smallest safety deposit box. I don't know if I can put a Stradivarius in there. I don't even have a safety deposit box. It's a it's an old it's like a it's a it's a UPS box. That's my safety deposit box and I have it on a shelf in my office. You can you can get one. Sometimes it comes with your checking account. Anyway. What the fuck am I supposed to put in a safety deposit box, Michael? My baby teeth? What am I gonna put in a safety deposit box? I mean if you have if you have your baby teeth, I, I guess you can start with that. Doesn't everyone have a necklace of their own baby teeth with a picture of themselves as the pendant? Isn't that normal? If if you have that, can you leave that in your will for me? <laughs> I I I will to Michael my voodoo fucking charm necklace. But here, let's do let's do let's do an audio let's do an audio wrist check. Um, I'm wearing something pretty cool. I haven't worn in a while, but I'm interested to hear. Um, uh, interested to hear what you're wearing. What do you What are you wearing for 163, man? Uh, the CWC Royal Navy diver. Um, cool. The quartz version. Uh, God, I always forget the year. Is it 83 or 87? Uh, I think it's 80, 83. Let's see. I don't want to get anything wrong here. CWC is an, uh, another brand that's been on a roll lately. I just think they need to move a little bit faster. But uh, mm. Yeah, the 1983 uh, Quartz Royal Navy Diver from CWC. Uh, I have it Very on cool. a, a gray Phoenix uh, NATO strap, which is still growing on me. Um, I'm, I'm, I kind of spent some time trying to understand the hype. But it's a super comfy strap, great, nice, lightweight package. Grab, mm. grab and go quartz watch. So very much in line with what we preach here. Um, and we practice what we <laughs> preach sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> and um, I, I, I don't think I'll, I'll ever need to hunt for another another mill sub type watch. Uh, mm-hmm. I do sometimes think about getting the the blacked out version, the nineteen eighty seven, but that's. That's a little absurd i, I i've yeah, i don't know if i'm there yet having multiple versions of watches the same watch in this price range i've done it with the skx and it didn't last right um but i don't know if i can do it in this price range this this thing is uh it's pretty close to a grand by the way for so it, it's it's that's the biggest thing it has working against it it's kind of an expensive it's kind of expensive um do you is that what you've been wearing the whole week? No, the whole week um, I spent more time wearing the Citizen that you gave me, and then more recently, mm. um, just the little SKX uh, 007 that I that I have lying around. So it was that kind of week. You and I have to figure out what watches we're bringing to Alaska because Michael and I are doing <laughs> we're doing a joint group cruise to Alaska. We have to figure out what watches we're gonna bring. We should do an episode. I'm gonna bring. Before I'm gonna we bring go. them Before we am everything. We bring them all. <laughs> you're gonna have. You're gonna have a fanny pack for your clothing and all that other bullshit. You're gonna have a fucking full rolly suitcase just for your watches. <laughs> right. <laughs> so all of my clothes and a fanny pack. All your 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 one shirt and your thimble of toothpaste. It's going in the in, in like a roll of quarters. It's going in the fucking fanny pack. I can make all can other, that all your other. All your other proper delicates, your watches are going in uh, in a big roller suitcase, case. A Pelican case, covered in like spikes with like a guard. <laughs> and it's handcuffed to you. Uh Yeah, I mean this this watch would be kind of good to bring. Um, you know, it's kind of quartz diver. I mean, I'm not doing any diving, but uh, you know, could be fun. It'll have to Do it'll we... have to compete with the Doxa. That's that's a pretty big contender. That's a pretty big. I will say the Doxa would probably look badass in the snow. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I think uh, I don't know. I I am happy with the choices I have right now. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Is that, uh, is that my turn? Let me see here. Yeah, I mean, I um, I don't have much else to say about this uh, except that it's uh it's one of my favorites. This is still um the fa- my favorite edition of 2019. I'd say this, this, uh, have, this is sort of a, of a, of a wrist check tangent slash veer, which is not heard of here. Um, do you have anything, have you seen any watches recently that have peaked, have peaked your interest, that have caught your eye? Um, well definitely. Something to shake up the collection? <laughs> Ooh. You mean like like coming to me like in the mail like for review or just on the internet? <laughs> just on the internet, just as as like a regular human, not like a watch reviewer. Just as like a regular watch person, you're you're going through, you scrolling your Instagram feed or whatever, and you stop and you say, "Oh shit, that's pretty cool." Have you had that reaction recently? Uh, I had that reaction, uh, and it was completely unexpected. And it was just by chance seeing a watch in person at an ad. That I never thought I'd be interested before, but when I tried it on, I was like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> like, the world made sense. Yeah, and it's—you've never heard me talk about this watch ever, uh, and and if you see it, it's—it's it's not something that—it um, doesn't look like something I'd go for, but it's the—it's um, not cheap. It's the IWC Pilot Chronograph which is got a pretty standard model for them, but specifically mm-hmm. the Top Gun edition with the black ceramic case. IWC, he lost chronograph. Maybe I can, Top Gun, maybe I can, this'll, this'll help you out, uh, I just slacked it to I... you. You slacked it to me, you used technology? Mm, I did. Technology. I have to stop doing a fake Russian accent. That's. I'm gonna offend someone one day. That's one hell of a watch. And <laughs> oh shit! A lot of things going on. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, if we're talking about feelings, uh, feelings. we can talk about feelings. This, this is our fucking show. We can talk about feelings. Yeah, that, that's that's kind of one watch that I tried on. I was like, holy shit! I never thought I'd even care for this. Um, so that in that price range, this watch, uh, and then also aside from that, definitely the the noticed duality that I have here um which i'm just about done with photos uh that that's that's another watch in a different price range that i've been like man this is this is this is next level for wow. for that for that price range and and that group of watchmakers um and this is pretty next level for iwc <laughs> very <laughs> cool this one very cool this one came out in 2019 uh pretty quietly 70 it's a ceramic case mm-hmm whoa cool made in hmm, here we go schaffhausen switzerland? schaffhausen yeah schaffhausen am i saying that right switzerland yep black textile strap all the fun stuff all the fun stuff cool i could see that i could see that michael and i are planning on doing uh an episode soon we're revisiting positive and negative ad slash boutique experiences so i'm sure we'll hear more about that watch there because we did an episode about that um god a long time ago it was a long time ago yeah uh i think it's about time to revisit it you know yeah i would say so Mm -hmm. so is that my is that my turn is it my turn for the wrist wrist check yeah give it a shot give it a shot i am wearing um do you remember that old omega Seamaster 30 that i have Oh gosh, yeah. I thought, yeah. What, what's the final decision on that? Is that what you're wearing now? That's what I'm wearing now. Okay, cool. That's what I'm wearing now. Um, didn't sell it. Had some people that were interested in it. Um, and it was around the time when I was moving. You know, we just bought this place and I was moving. And like, it's just like the last fucking thing I'm worried about Yeah, is mailing stupid, stupid pieces of metal out to nerds. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like, fucking like, dude, I don't know, man. I'm trying to fucking, I'm trying, I'm trying to caulk my fucking ceiling right now, dude. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, so because of that, I just never got around to it. So it sat in my watch box for a while. And then, um, and I put it on a few times and I'm wearing it now. And I still definitely, definitely like it. I can probably, honestly, I don't know if I'm super emotionally attached to it um i recognize that it wears very well it is a it is also um a pretty special watch to me i have a very particular memory of you and i associated with this watch do you remember when i bought this watch i do i remember you were looking at it almost like kind of panicking in an old apartment that i used to live in right yeah yeah you it was the old apartment you used to live in you had i don't know what the fuck it was called you had like water features in the front, but it was like fake blue water to look like a golf, like like mini golf. Oh you know gosh, yeah, that was that was something. You know, that-, that What a, was that? That was like was our Windex? That was our favorite apartment, first of all, of all time. I just, cool. I love how quiet the area was. But yeah, the complex, like had a nice fountain when you drive in. But they put like food coloring in the water. <laughs> so it's like a fountain. It was just like blue water. It looked like a child's diorama yeah. where like they have like the toothpaste water and like the little like trees. And i are just like, oh, that's cool. He's got, he's got a fucking spray painted pond. That's awesome. And this is huh? like you aggressively I mean? blue water. Like <laughs> it was just, it was like Gatorade blue. Yeah. Or Powerade. That was the one thing that, that Dora and I were like, oh, this- that's kind of interesting, but we, we like the place. You, you, you can just let water look like water, yeah. guys. That's that's fine, yeah. you know. Um, so yeah, it was there and I was I was it was on Reddit and I'm like, oh man, it's got a you know, really cool price. I'm not sure if I should do it. That was like the first watch I purchased um, through Reddit like that, like from another person, just with like DMs and stuff like that. That's right. Um and it was just, a, it was a pretty cool experience. So like that memory, you know, every time I wear this watch, I always think of, I always think of that. Because um, that, was, that was when we were still working together, living near each other and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, now Tail as old as time, there's a world, a world between us that separates this Michael. Very far. We're very far from Very each other. far. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> so yeah, I'm wearing that now. <clears throat> I'm trying to figure out if I want to keep it. I love a lot of these features. The reason I also put this on is because it does remind me a lot of the Timex Marlin, you know? Ah, uh, yeah. That was why I was just like, like, oh, what can I wear for the Timex episode? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, this thing kind of reminds me of the Timex Marlin because the Marlin is supposed to evoke a sort of classic-looking watch from, like, what, the 60s the '60s or 70s? Yeah, I just um, I forgot I had a Timex Marlin on hand. <laughs> just, yeah. I just took it out right now. Yeah, I can see this. It's kind of like had the Omega. Pa- I, yeah you know so i um I thought I would it for that so I'm still unsure if I'm gonna keep it <clears throat> it needs servicing it's it's very very beautiful I, I probably I think I like the strap more it came on this like ostrich leather strap you know definitely not an everyday watch huh Pff, no way so let me random question because this is <clears> this has <throat> been on my mind lately both big watches on small wrists and leather straps. Have been Mm -hmm. on my mind lately. Um, Is it weird? Are you wearing short sleeves with that leather strap? I'm wearing like a t-shirt and a hoodie and the hoodie sleeves are pulled all the way up. So yes, technically short sleeves. Are leather straps weird with short sleeves? I don't think so. You think they're weird? I think you can get a little weird. In what sense? Like uh, a man in assless chaps going in for a casual purchase at CVS? Or, like, weird in the sense of, like, it's a slight fashion faux pas or a major fashion Well, faux pas. a leather strap is just, like, objectively a little dress here, right? Yeah, I guess technically, yeah. So I, I guess I just accept, I, I, I guess I just, um, I kind of expect to see long sleeves in that context. So, I don't know. Maybe it's just my mind. That's, a, that's actually that's actually a fair point. Well, no, I, what I do in my brain is I feel weird when I see people in short sleeve shirts with ties. Yeah, it's like you the same same deal. I, that's the same yeah. feeling. So I think that's what you're. I think you're feeling like like why are you wearing a leather strap with short sleeves? Why are you wearing, you know, a Windsor knot with short <laughs> sleeves? You look ridiculous. You're, you don't play in Green Day. You don't play in Green Day. I don't want to hear about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I don't want anything to do with you and your tie and short sleeves. You know what I mean. <clears throat> so I, I what you say? No, no I, 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 gotcha. That's just I don't know. I can't. I can't think I mind. see. I, I think I see what you're saying. I can definitely understand that. It's not something that ever occurred to me because when I put a leather strap on something, which is pretty rare these days. Um, what has a leather strap? Uh since I learned recently that suede was fucking leather, I didn't know. This is how fucking dumb we are, guys. Or at least how dumb I am. <laughs> I didn't realise suede was leather. I thought it was like, I don't know, some kind of treated nylon, but no, it comes right. from a fucking they 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 they, they club a unicorn to death with a piece of salami and they make a fucking strap out of it or whatever. So my slava medical. Ah uh, yeah. Um yeah. technically. You know? Um oh shit, you hear the church bells? I do. Yeah, there you go. God's mad at me for making a Jehovah's Witness joke. <laughs> sorry, sorry, but um, but I'm now gonna be a little more conscious when I wear a leather strap, you know, because you you do bring up a good point. I hope I didn't make anyone feel bad. But that's what we do, Michael. That's what we do. Huh? Didn't you listen to last week's episode? <laughs> should we should we talk about last week's episode just very quickly? I want to very quickly give a huge thank you to everyone that enjoyed last week's episode. We, uh, uh so last week's episode was episode 162 of Watchers Podcast, um, Instagram Trends That Need to Die, where essentially Michael and I broke, you know, the XYZ deadly sins of all watch Instagram um, feeds. You know, we had the stupid fake reach, the horological fake reach to fucking nothing. Um, <laughs> You know what I mean? Uh, I did I did a riff on like gloved box uh, video, like like opening boxes with the white gloves and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the big topic was sexualization Um, in watch Instagram feeds and everything like that and how that's just uh, uh, a lot of people were very positive about the whole thing I was expecting people to be like super negative like you guys are fucking taking it too seriously like you know I don't mind a little bit of eye candy blah 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 but everyone was just like thank you guys for fucking like talking about that because you brought up great points and uh, overall the response was um, super positive so just want to thank everyone for for you know reaching out and sharing your encouragement uh, and and uh, commiserating with us in regards to the state of the uh, social media watch family, we take all of this um, too seriously. <laughs> this is why. Oh, yeah, this no, why we do course. a weekly podcast. <laughs> yeah, dude, a weekly. When I tell people, so when I, when I, when I when I'm when I'm like somewhere and like someone's like, oh, what do you do? I, which I I fucking hate. Yeah. I hate the question. What do you do? You know what I mean? But it's like, oh, what do you do? I'm like, oh, you know, I do blah 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 my day job, and I also run like, you know, um, uh, like I say, I say a niche enthusiast podcast, and if they want to dig, I'll tell them. But if like, oh, that's cool, but no one's ever like, oh, that's cool. They're like, oh, niche. Like they're like, oh, what is it like, like you know, like like whips and cock rings? Like what's a niche enthusiast? <laughs> Podcast, that's fucking watches, man. It's fucking, and they're always just, they're always blown away. It's like, yeah, we do it once a week. They're like, wait, you talk about watches once every week? So like, well, I hang out with my friend once a week and like, maybe we'll talk about watches. You ever wish it was something like classier, like wine? Something that we could monetize properly? Maybe, you know, maybe, uh, maybe wine, maybe cars, you know, we could do a car podcast. I find that cars wheels are my favorite cars. What do you think? I know nothing about cars. I did just drive a really really fast car and that was fucking awesome last time. And you you know more more about these cars than I do. But it was uh it was the last time I was in Miami and it was like the one of the AMG ones. But Mercedes? Yeah. Cool. Uh it was the it was the GT AMG as like disgustingly fast. <laughs> That was pretty cool. So it, it's really funny, the fast car thing, I never so my, my brother and my dad are super into cars, and when I grew up, my bedroom as a little as a little child, as little as a little little lock kaz, as, as little child kaz, my bedroom was above the garage. Um hopefully it didn't vent into my bedroom. Who fucking knows? But every time my dad would come home or leave for work, I would hear uh I would hear his car. And so I would grow up, you know, waking up or going to bed to the sounds of Whatever car my dad was, driving. my dad's a big Porsche guy. Yeah. So Porsche engine sounds I can recognize. Uh, for a long time, he had uh, Alfa Romeo, Alfa Romeo engine, or at least that particular one, I'll always recognize. Oh. Mercedes roll was a constant. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I only know a little bit about cars just because, uh, like, of my dad and my and my and my brother. And the fast car thing, I never really got until one day I was old enough to like drive one of my dad's cars. And so, you know, I'm driving it and my dad's next to me and um, and my dad and like we're on. So if anyone here is listening and you're from Fort Lauderdale area, we were on A1A and we were on A1A before they put all the speed bumps in. <laughs> mm. Yep. <laughs> a- A1A is just a basically a stretch of road um, right next to the beach in Fort Lauderdale. At the time, we had no sandbar because, you know, global warming or something. So it was just like two feet of sand and the ocean and then some road. And so um, used to just be able to fucking like open it up on that road and just go crazy. Because there's no speed bumps. There's no cops. There's just homeless dude to needles. This is before they gentrified the fuck out of Fort Lauderdale Beach. Right. You know what I'm saying? They wanted it to be Pequeño South Beach, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, well, I mean, like now they do. Back then they didn't care. So uh, we went on this road and my dad's like, fucking open it up, man. Like, you know, like go, go crazy. And so I did it. I went very fast in this car. And for like two seconds, I understood it. I understood the need to go fast because it's one of the only things I can do in my life where I can do a small little action and express myself in a way that's not really possible. Oh, yeah. In, in, in any other form. I can do a thing and have this expressive like explosion happen, like press pedal, boom. And I'm like, oh, that felt really good. You know what I mean? It's either driving fast or firing a gun, or rather, just probably drive fast. You know what I mean? Yeah, all, all of those things are fun. <laughs> all of those, all of those things you just said: needles, homeless people, guns—all those are fun. <laughs> two of those things are not fun. Yeah, man. Maybe we can do a car pod. <laughs> maybe we can pivot. We'll, we'll leave it up to the audience. We'll see what they say. Oh, that would not be an authentic <laughs> pivot. We would do two episodes, and then all my fucking car knowledge would be depleted. We'd have to get fucking gts Derek on here he's a car guy he can talk to us about cars you know and that's (sighs) fucking it i don't know i don't know what we're gonna do but here let's stay let's 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 stay a watch podcast michael you want to stay a watch podcast with me yeah well thank you thank you for all the positive feedback to episode 162 we can leave it go off. and check it out it's a lot of fun also huge shout out to um we have a lot of really cool stuff on the tv website tuba really quick want to give a huge shout out to uh, one of our newest contributors henry henry has written um you're the one that put this up you're actually you actually edited it. it's really really cool it's basically um a huge really comprehensive piece about uh, like brand name watches like department store like brand name dial watches like sears who the fuck else is in there Sears, Macy's, JCPenney, I think, um, <clears throat> yeah, it's a topic, it, it's, again, it's, uh, it's interesting to see what Sears. retailers used to do and how they used to like brand watches and do these like collaborations with brands. Um, and especially looking at Sears, I, I, uh, I love Silvertone amplifiers which is like a, mm-hmm. a Sears company. It's like when Best Buy was doing first act guitars, like those shitty fucking <laughs> guitars. But yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm into like a lot of old Sears uh, equipment, um, and I guess like the same thing was happening in the watch world. Like you can you can buy like Sears branded timepieces, and the one diver in in, in this article is especially attractive. Um, so it's it's a cool piece um, and a topic that I don't think is really. Explored uh, in the watch world, so I dig it. You do? Do you do, do? you know why no one's ever really written on it? Do I know? Yeah, uh, I, I I I have a snarky answer. I'm just trying to do a layup joke. You no, know, what's what's your theory? There's no money in it. Who's gonna sponsor that post? Yeah, yeah. All these people are gone. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We're gonna do the post. Yeah, if I can whatever dude it's really really cool it's a really really fun read go and check it out also huge shout out to Damon um, on the TBWS crew Damon put together I love every time Damon writes something you know what I mean he's like he's very much like the vintage wild card but he's super low key about it yeah yeah definitely he has an incredibly expansive knowledge just about niche vintage pieces um, uh, and he, do you remember when we met up with him at windup in San Francisco, he had a backpack. That's <laughs> yeah, just like, he had a backpack and like, we were talking. he's like, Oh yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. If you go over here, over in this part of California is pretty cool. By the way, you guys want to see my Movado? And like, he'll just like reach into his, like, it was like, it was the closest I'll ever come to being close to, to Santa Claus's magical sack of gifts. Oh yeah. Fantastic condition an, on everything too. Like this is a person who knows the value of, of condition maybe damon's a time traveler maybe he is damon are you a time traveler dude probably knows way more about watches than we do what are about. we doing with a podcast <laughs> damon do you want to be on a podcast dude <laughs> but here um huge shout out to damon he put, he created a really really cool piece um Uh, alternative vintage options for the uh, iconic Rolex Explorer 1016 a watch even my dumbass is familiar with he's put together a really really cool roster of other watches that are vintage which uh, evoke the same sort of uh, like adventure based ethos as the Rolex Explorer Mm. 1016 but they don't cost fucking how much is that watch? how much is like what 25,000 a a 1016 today yeah yeah you're you're gonna get up there (laughs) depending on the condition well he's proposed options which are no nowhere near you know uh, uh that much so it includes things like old school um bulovas uh tutors are in there obviously mm-hmm. you know for 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 obvious reasons and everything like that so go and check out those two pieces you know henry's piece on on, on brand store watches or, or like brand dial watches and then also uh damon's piece on uh, you know 1016 uh, explorer alternatives really 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 cool stuff nice yeah two really good articles mm-hmm but here is a time is a time I think we've gotten to the main topic at a reasonable point in the in, in the show for the first time yeah I think so um, and we even oh, did you well did you have any other watch news because we talked about the other thing before that we haven't brought up I, I think it'll weave itself in to the main topic that's a good point yeah let's do it let's talk let's talk about watches so what is it the year is the year is 2018 years to tw- the years 2018 it's all quiet. No one's really expecting much. I actually, and then, I want to get the year right. Let's, let's take a quick look because I have the watch. Okay. I have the watch here, next to me. Pretty, I'm pretty sure it's 2018. So we can agree that this this kind of started with the Marlin, correct? What's been happening with Timex in regards to their releases, where they've really been hitting it out of the, out of the park? I, it started with the Timex Marlin. Actually, it was November 2017 when it was announced. Look at that. 2017. It's all quiet. November. Little do we know. Little do we know. Amidst our presence is a sleeping giant. <laughs> no, it, it's I, 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 okay. I, I'm, I'm being facetiously, facetiously dramatic. But the thing is, when when the Timex Marlin came out, I think most people were immediately attracted by uh, to it because mechanical. Mechanical Timex. Because Timex before that wasn't, Timex was doing other parts of its like heritage navigator line. We gave away one of those watches. Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah. Timex for, you know, during those, during that time, they were still doing uh, quartz. Really cool designs. Yeah. They were already <clears throat> doing those collaborations with um, that NYC boutique, Todd Snyder. Um, so yeah. they had a lot of cool field watches. Um, chronos i mean timex has always just made really great stuff um but people never thought of them outside of timex like the target brand watch yeah timex had not done the whole vintage reissue thing at least at least not explicitly i'm sure some of their designs could have been inspired in some ways but they never like really just dug into the vault and said like let's fire up the machine again and get this yeah out. so yeah. this was the first time it happened uh, late 2017 and people went nuts I don't yeah. think I don't think if they went um, as crazy as they did over like the queue to where you'd see these things selling uh, for like four or five times retail on eBay I but I, I can't I can't remember I just knew well, when the queue it was when hard the to Q get came when the queue came out people were already tuned in like you know what I'm saying I think if if people were tuned into Timex in the same way they were when the Marlin first came out, we would have seen that shit. We we, we, we would have seen scalpers fucking doing their bullshit, you know, but the Marlin was literally out of, out of nowhere. And it was interesting because, so the watch came out, um, it's, it's mechanical and, and I think it's very, to me, it's very clear that it was an experiment. Yeah, and a very cheap experiment <laughs> yeah just because of the movement right you're, you're, you're on the same page you're talking about the movement right yeah yeah I, I mean I have the watch here it it feels like it feels about as solid as um, a vintage watch that you might buy it's kind of strange yeah. like you you hold the watch in your hand and you it's hard to believe that it's new and not used um, mm. so I guess they really like nailed that vintage thing it's also tiny it's 34 four millimeters yeah so my wife ends up wearing this one more more often than not um mm-hmm. yeah there was some there was some investigation that went into the movement uh and there's that reddit article that we found where somebody opened it up and what was it it was like a some kind of seagull it was a seagull yeah. it was a seagull ladies watch movement and um everyone was just like oh the cheap watch blah 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 and like people were dming us like oh did you guys see this it's like a cheap watch and like in my mind i'm like Guys, this is not a scandal. Cut them, <laughs> cut them some fucking. slur are they testing the waters, yeah. man. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's not like um, what was that? Didn't didn't Panerai get in some kind of trouble like back in the day? They had like a bunch of like weird movement stuff going Dude, on. They 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 fucked up big time. <laughs> they, <laughs> I think it was the NYC edition of. Had like the bridge. Had the fucking bridge right. on. Right, and then the movement yeah. was like like the most undecorated bare bones unitas it was it was fine but it was just like for the price it was it was unacceptable yeah yeah what happened with the seagull movement in the first timex for me was nowhere near on that same yeah like level i think it was timex saying you know okay we can spend money and do like you know mechanical movements. We can do Japanese mechanical movements, especially because around a little while after that, they rekindled their sort of partnership. I think they actually just ended up purchasing Ingersoll, and Ingersoll has, um, you know, Japanese automatic movements that are most likely just branded Miyotas and all that bullshit. So. Yeah, and they're and they're based in the states as well. So I think they were like, okay, if the Timex do- if the Timex Marlin does well, you know, let's let's actually spend money on the on the movement. And I, I think that's exactly what we saw. Yeah, I will say um, my favorite part about this Marlin, uh, and it was kind of a surprise, is the strap. It's a really nice strap for like a cheap Timex watch. Uh, It's like this black, black lizard kind of material. Um, It feels great. After wearing it for a while, it really gets nice and soft and uh, it's not fraying or breaking apart in, in any spots. So nice. it's it's kind of a nice little extra for for this very cheap package. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. If you hear weird noises, I'm eating a clementine. Oh okay. Just just putting that out there. I didn't get a chance to finish it during breakfast. So <laughs> now with you, I had a cl- I had hair. a cliff bar really quick. I hope I was quiet about it. I do not even I couldn't even tell. <laughs> I'm sitting here peeling a clementine with my fingers. That's how much of a psychopath I am. Eat that quietly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like nibbling away like a road <laughs> no one will ever know so yeah it did I, I i can't remember any other release uh recently that that um caused this sort of pivot for for timex well here's the thing also I think now now you you can totally fucking hear me eating I think the big thing <laughs> it's a goddamn professional podcast i'll put my i'll put my comment on down uh-huh. Fuck Jesus Christ. You're okay. You're among You guys among are paying friends. me You guys are hearing me eat. I'm getting paid to eat. I'm not getting paid. No, I'm, I, I guess I I guess Patreon patrons. Sorry guys. Yeah, people people uh, depend on us. People depend <laughs> There's someone right now in his cubicle rocking back and forth. Why aren't they talking about watches? <laughs> this is this is the only thing keeping me together. Why are they talking about watches? Um I think what's also separated Timex Doing the whole vintage reissue thing From all the other fucking from All the other fucking brands That are doing vintage reissues What separates Timex is And, and the most recent reissue that they did With that Batman bezel cue yeah. What sets them apart, Michael, is price Price and quantity You know what I mean? When you and I were talking about the because any, any other vintage reissue that occurs, it's gonna, it's, it's already, it's already fucking, exp- it's gonna be expensive. Yeah, you mean so you mean price compared to like what somebody like Oris or, or Oris. okay, or like sorry, I'm eating, I'm, I, I had another piece. It's too tempting. Yeah, I mean this these things. So the the Marlin was two hundred bucks. Um, the Q is supposed to be one seventy nine. Um, or like, or like, when Seiko does a reissue, right? Like when this, remember how fucking crushed we were when the sixty two Moss, yeah, was announced. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, <laughs> sorry, but like that, that almost became normal. It's like, oh, this is a vintage reissue. It's a premium piece. We're gonna charge X Y Z. Timex recognizes hey this is a a vintage reissue you know it's something that's atypical of our normal roster of watches but we're not going to charge a bunch for it when that batman time xq was announced you and i were speculating oh four or five hundred bucks yeah it's it's like what 250 300 bucks i think it's supposed to be 270 something or 240 something dude that's insane yeah let's get the that is fucking crazy Timex fucking Timex Batman. So We're just going to say it. We're going to call it the Batman, I guess. Let's see. Yeah, 279 That's supposed to be 279 That's, that's fucking... It's $100 was... more than the Quartz Q. Uh, and by the way, apparently the Quartz Q is coming out in more colors this spring. So there's one with a green and black bezel, and there's one that's like straight up Denver Broncos colors. <laughs> like... <laughs> And then they they have another Pepsi, but it's got a cream dial. Uh, so yeah, they're they're gonna they're gonna go nuts with these things. Is the Timex Q gonna be Timex's Black Bay? Mm. Yo, dog. We heard you like <laughs> we heard you like Timex Qs. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I wouldn't be mad because the thing is, yeah. I mean, if they if they stay like around like hundred hundred eighty bucks. That's the thing as long as it stays appropriately affordable to where someone can still get it if they see it and like it yeah that's all that matters that's and honestly what timex is doing differently that like they've nailed the formula of identifying of finding the right balance between vintage reissue uh updating something Getting in some kind of X Factor to capture the watch family and then putting it out there for an appropriate cook. So, you know, what's fucking funny. We can talk about this. I think Timex is a better micro brand than some other micro brands. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> right. Timex is a better micro brand than some of the other actual micro brands. Well, I'm not gonna name names, and then this is know? this is what we were trying to think about in, in the pre talk is timex adopting some some micro brand tactics uh or so is it actual is it actual limited quantity are they actually just going that fast um i don't think they're i'm sure obviously i think it's limited because they do sell out but i don't think they're like they keep coming back in stock yeah yeah, they really do. You know what I'm but saying? People, people think, will still people will still overpay just to have it. Just to have that Instagram shot. And it's 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 well, blowing because my they're mind. they're falling into the same trap that a lot of these like they're like because what Timex is doing is atypical for the normal landscape of vintage watch reissues. Yeah. When the vintage watch reissue comes out, you have to buy it immediately. So you're the first fucking nerd taking a picture of it like like on your you know what I'm saying? But like Timex, there's no sense of urgency like that. With Timex, Uh, you know they're not trying to do like any FOMO bullshit. Mm -hmm. Um, Stuff always just keeps coming back in stock. Yeah, it's it's really it's really interesting to see a proper big brand doing what a lot of these micro brands, I guess, were supposed to try and do when they started. Man, I, I do think this is the year where you you and I start kind of just veering away from micro brands. We talked about that. I think at the beginning of this year, like, what do we? you know, what are predictions? And I'm just like less micro brands, dude. It's, it's gotten too diffused, you know? Yeah. I, I have, you know, I, I have my Ravens. Um, you got your Gavoxes. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I have, I have a, a, notice Contrail notice is, is like the newest brand, like the, in, in that microspace that I'm just like really looking at. Um, and then of course like Halio's, uh, by the way, Jason has been teasing uh, the Fairwind, <laughs> so I'm sure we're going to see the uh, the explosion pretty soon. We'll uh, mm-hmm. go nuts uh, over those things. Another another brand that sells above retail um, when you when you go on the secondhand market. Can we create the hashtag hashtag Halios Ejaculation? Hashtag. Where it's just it's just the 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 onslaught dissemination of Halios photos. The second <laughs> that shit gets released, yeah, dude. The, ha- the Halios diaspora that might be a little no diaspora is way too cultural. Um, ha- ha- yeah, ha- halios ejaculation. Hashtag Halios ejaculation. I'm sure he'd love it. <laughs> sorry, Jason. <laughs> I'm sure he'd love it. Uh, if you're listening. I'm sorry, Jason. But yeah, it's kind ca- it's kind of the same. Uh, some micro brands and then something like Timex, they experience the same kind of hype. Uh, and I don't know. What's cool about Timex though, is that they are, they are experimenting within this almost micro brand philosophy. Do you want to talk about the, cause I want to, I want to, I want to talk about specific releases that have occurred since you know November, 2017. Do you want to talk about these American document pieces? Yeah, we can talk about that. That completely, that was really big news. And I, can't, I, can't, I feel like it just went away. Almost as if, like people didn't care like that's not what people want from timex i don't think people mm-hmm. care uh, or a ton of people care if timex came out with a completely american watch i think people are way more into this kind of stuff like just like you there's no thought behind it just add to bag and go i think well i'm obsolete. i think that's possibly a factor i I think it's a combination of visually it didn't immediately like, catch people. Yeah. But at the same time, of Timex releases, these are the most expensive. There's one more. There there's another really? more expensive one. Uh I think These ones are five hundred bucks. Those are five hundred bucks. Um there's an there's another Timex that's a little bit more. Let's see. I think it was Oh no. I so I thought that Timex Giorgio Galli that I wrote about I thought that was a little bit more because it had this like faceted, like multi level case thing. I I thought it was going to be a little bit more. And it's got a Miyota 9039, but that one's also 450. Wow. So, yeah, the American documents, um, 495, 500. Yeah, that is the most expensive one. If you're not familiar, the American documents uh, line that Timex Mm -hmm. did, because to to Michael's point, these. Timex is just not like I think they released these, the reception wasn't that warm, and Timex somehow was nimble enough to be like, okay, let's not talk about them ever again. People were really mad about the price too, which I didn't really think was that bad. Well, Michael, it's not bad in the entire watch world, but very similar to um, a faux pas we've seen other brands commit without naming names. You can't have a release that's 180, you know, 300 bucks, and then all of a sudden come out with a watch that's 500 bucks. Right. And doesn't really visually look that different. Um, It has a quartz movement because, unfortunately, people are still fucking quartz snobs. Yeah. Which is really dumb. But the Timex documents uh, line... Let me read this thing here. We brought watchmaking home. Inspired by our people, culture, and landscape, each American documents watch is made by an American craftsman with American materials and a high-quality Swiss movement. So these are probably, I guess... Uh, not Eta quartz. Ronda. These are probably these are probably Swiss Ronda quartz movements. Um I like I, I think the whole American made thing is 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 cool, but whenever you do a design hook like that, that's not immediately apparent, the watch still has to look interesting. These could be watches made by anyone anywhere. Visually. Yeah. You know? So this to me was really interesting because Timex is experimenting in the sort of micro brand philosophy and then as soon as this shit didn't work we never i've never heard i've never heard timex tell me about timex american document pieces ever again yeah i thought there was gonna be way way more news around this and i guess that's just Mm -hmm. maybe that's just what happened they they did a little bit of this and they they did a little bit of the super cheap timex q stuff and obviously (laughs) the reactions were pretty (laughs) different (laughs) yeah and that's why they're coming out with Time in different colors because it says, okay, people respond better to Timex Q. Yeah. Let's fucking reiterate, you know, on, on these things. That's incredible. This is what happens when a big brand understands how to do something right. Not like a big brand that's just sort of, you know, pissing around, winging it, forcing you to conform to what they want to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So do you want to get into the queue like when it actually came out because i've never seen that kind of reaction to such a cheap watch yeah let's talk about the queue let me pull up a let me pull up a photo just so i have proper reference i'm looking we have we have a review on our site by andrew um andrew got and I, I mean these things are cool you've handled one in person i've handled one in person mm-hmm. i just um you think that many people I wish I knew how like how many of these were in the first run, like just the exact numbers. I don't know. I don't know because they sold out I super think, quick. Yeah, it's cool. I definitely did not have as much of as a, as much of like a hype fan reaction as a lot of other people did. Mm-hmm. However, I think what happens sometimes in watches, and this is just a result of. <laughs> And this is almost a, uh, 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 in conjunction with last week's episode, like watched Instagram trends need to die, casual marketing that creates this like rabid FOMO response. I think in the slew of like other Timex uh, uh, vintage releases that occurred, when this thing was announced, people didn't want to feel like they were left out. I think at this point when the Timex queue came out, people knew Timex was just going to keep hitting it out of the park. Timex, merging Documents withstanding. Um. So I think yeah, right. I think in relation to this piece, and plus, I think it's I think it's the fucking obsession with the stupid bezel, the Pepsi bezel. (laughs) I don't care about two colors next to each other that much. Yeah, yeah. I love I love a good Pepsi bezel. Um. But yeah, this this was a little bananas, and I don't think I don't think the marketing, the whole FOMO spin, was at the hands of Timex. I think no, it wasn't. It it wasn't. It was the it was the people. The people ruined everything. Yeah, because Timex also won't won't carpet bomb you with press releases, even no. even if you're super connected. Um, so I, I think this is just something that appeared, <laughs> like on the site one day, and 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 the world went nuts. Yeah. Ah oh, man, yeah. Still, you still know, wish I knew so, how many were were in that first run. I, because, because, I mean, because I'm trying to compare the Timex approach to the Zodiac approach. Zodiac is purposely and in some ways maliciously playing into the whole FOMO thing by making those stupid GMTs yes. insanely limited, like 1,900 yeah. something pieces, and, and and that's and those are watches that could could kill it for them. But they're still mm. releasing them in super, super small batches, and I don't know why. Because limited editions, it's, like, it's so hot right now, dude. Ellie releases is so hot. It's gotten better. Like, it's gotten better. There have been, obviously, I mean, there, 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 there are some unsung heroes who are doing things and it's not limited edition, yeah. but it's almost become like so normal that a lot of brands are building their entire business model yeah. around limited editions, and Zodiac might be an example of that. Rolex, the new limited edition. The new limited edition without without actually saying we're limited edition. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So the Timex the, the Timex Q, um, I think the reaction to it uh was a result of people not wanting to miss out on the Timex hype train. Um, that's not to slander the Timex Q. I think it's a lot of fun. I got to hang out with one of these things in person. Um I was hanging out with the with the incredible folks over at the um, red bar buffalo when i was up there for uh for work for work and uh luckily I had some time to go and catch up with those guys and someone there had one and um i was hanging out with it it was a fine watch i thought it was a lot of fun for 180 bucks it's really cool to wear it's 38 millimeters it's something i can just casually throw on and hang out but i i think the unsung hero is the fucking bracelet dude. yeah the bracelet's really nice um you would if you wouldn't i wouldn't if i could just buy like that... that you wouldn't expect something like that on a no. watch that that price yeah, no. That's just it's it's so something Timex is doing. Maybe maybe they're able to do this because because they're a big company, they can just they can order larger quantities of materials. And when you order larger quantities of materials, these providers charge you less. And if they're charging the manufacturers or the watch brands less, then the watch brands can charge us less. So maybe that's what's happened. Because maybe if Timex was you know, one sixteenth of the size it actually is, maybe these watches would be, you know, sixteen times more expensive. Yeah. You know what I mean? And way more limited. Actually limited. Way more limited. Time XQ reissue limited to five hundred pieces. Fuck you, Zodiac. I mean, I mean I, I, <laughs> not fuck you, Zodiac. I'm not trying to be inflammatory. I'm trying to be crass. They're not always the same thing. Um but the Timex the Timex Q is pretty cool. I'm interested to see some of these other ones that um that come that that they're coming out. What happened after the Timex Q? We got the Timex Q. We also got the Marlin in a black dial. The black the, 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 the Todd Snyder blackout or whatever. Yeah, we got we got some other versions of the Marlin. Um What about the Snoopy, dude? The Timex the the Marlin, isn't there a Marlin Snoopy? There's the Marlin Snoopy. they call it a marlin let's see Mm -hmm. they have a ton of snoopy watches by the way hell yeah dude yeah they got they have a peanuts marlin there's one with charlie brown flying kite there's another one this is another yeah the snoopy flying ace that's that's a really cool one that's so cool here's another really big factor i think in what 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 really makes timex so attractive is that it's not taking itself too seriously yeah it's fucking Charles Schultz peanut cartoons on the fucking dials. Yeah. It doesn't they 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 did they didn't strap a thousand meter piece of no I'm not trying to mean a thousand meter blah 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 watch to Andy Mann and fucking chuck him in the Mariana's trench and being like, if you're a real manly man who wants to save the environment, you'll buy one of these It's a the fucking Snoopy watch, dude. Yeah. You can buy a timex Snoopy watch and not take yourself so fucking seriously. That to me is very interesting in perspective. I would actually you know? argue that some of these um some of these Peanuts models are uh, more collectible mm. than than like the Q stuff. Because for the um, for the Apollo anniversary, Timex qu- kind of quietly did their own thing. Uh, like they have this Snoopy Mars mission one. It's like... Oh, cool. He's, he's walking <laughs> across the dial in like a space suit. Um, I don't know if he's supposed to be on Mars or if he's supposed to be... a, a space mission 1969. So I guess he's like walking across the moon and there's like this crazy groovy sunset behind him. Um, That's so cool. Yeah, this one. How much is that? This is 125 online exclusive, but it's gone. Are you kidding me? Like this is something that like when it's gone, it's gone. Yeah. Damn. See, that's fucking way cooler to me than like, I don't know an underwater oceanographer getting paid however much money to wear or watch when he just uses his dive computer. I'm not trying to be like specifically inflammatory towards Zodiac, but you mentioned Zodiac before and like for some reason in my mind, I keep putting them back and forth with each other just because of the whole fossil group thing and Timex and everyone's in America. Not, not really, but kind of in America. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm incredibly disappointed with the way that Zodiac has been handling those, those GMT releases. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, that's on purpose. I think I think Timex is just oh, yeah. putting cool shit out, and it's selling out really quick. Because the thing is, I don't think Timex... Timex is never really hurting for money. No. Timex watches no. always sell. And since they're not operating under pressure, or pressure that we're aware of, they're free to have fun, or to design, or to experiment. It, if you if we check I mean? the Peanuts collection page on Timex, they have so many models and these things, no joke, are like thirty bucks. A ton of them are like thirty bucks, sixty bucks. They sell those things by the truckload. <laughs> I like think they're fine. Um, and then you have you have a lot of the, I guess, more masculine stuff, like the the Navy, and then the super popular like chronographs. Um, what is it? The Weekender. Weekender, oh yeah, class classic Weekender. Like they, yeah. they're they're fine. They can make these experiments, um, and I think I think they've all been pretty successful. Um, yeah. You know, they even learned. I'm sure they learned a ton of lessons from the American Document series. Uh, but good on them for trying. It's just odd. They they're a large watch manufacturer, but they're still nimble enough to learn. Yeah. That's not the case for like I'll, I'll, that, that I don't. Know of a lot of other large watch manufacturers that are like, okay, we learned, let's not do that again. Yeah, or let's do it again, but let's try and learn from you know the 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 shit that occurred um, last time. So if we do see another American documents release, um, maybe they'll do something you know a bit better, something with a bit more you know, because there needs to be a visual X factor. Timex American documents did not work because those could have been watches visually made by anyone anywhere. Yeah that's a good point point. and people's people's most interact people's most freaking interaction with them would have been online so i'm sure in person there's a whole bunch of nuances and textures that i won't see but online i have to see the time Mix american document watch and immediately like fall in love with it mm-hmm. but most people just didn't you know so timex if you're listening <clears throat> they're not no one listens everyone's tuned out everyone's just like fuck this shit man <laughs> gray nato one yet oh thank god I'm going going to hang out with those guys Timex are you listening they were not (laughs) that's the new name of the episode episode 163 Timex are you listening they are not (laughs) Uh, if you do another American documents release you know um, have the American made factor in there because that to me as an American is really cool I love that idea but you know also you can make them visually cool looking or if you really had an individual craftsman, like individual craftsmen, you know, make the watches, allow them to take some artistic liberties. Yeah. You know, oh, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'll pay 500 bucks for that. American made, American crafted, even though it's like a Swiss movement. Like, who fucking cares? You know, you know I think one of the, one of like the US manufacturers they partnered with um, mm-hmm. was specifically for the case back and the way it's etched. It'd be cool to do something with them. You know, give them a little bit more creative liberty to, say, make a run with like uh, limited case backs, um, like different versions of limited case backs. That'd be kind of cool to see. I I would totally allow all of our limited edition talk, anti, anti-L.A. talk notwithstanding. I would totally allow a limited edition run of Timex Marlins with etched cases. Allow those guys to etch the case into whatever the fuck makes sense. I have no idea. But that, even if your dial was simple, an etched case will give you your design X-Factor and people will buy it. How stuff. expensive do you think they'll make that? Considering their most expensive watch that, that we've seen is 500 bucks. If you keep a quartz movement in there, I don't think it's entirely... I, I, I would see people paying maybe 600, 600, 600 700 bucks for it. I would, I would I would consider it. I would honestly consider it. Yeah, if it was cool. They even have an Alpha Industries... Like t- IMAX, there Alpha Industries is like this super popular, um, like clothing company that produces those like period correct, um, like fighter pilot jackets, like those bomber jackets. Oh, and stuff. cool! This is fun stuff. So the queue, the queue is totally all right now though. Like the queue is, you can um, I see it on. Let's let's. Confirm that it's in stock and available for purchase. So we're looking at the Pepsi, one seventy nine. I can add to bag. Everything is everything is right in the world. We have to do the IWC test. Can you add t- you add ten of them? The IWC test. Doesn't IWC cap you out at ten big pilots? Six, six big pilots. <laughs> My dream. <laughs> I love you. Corrected me. Six. Tests. It's. it's Six, Let me see. I'm violence. gonna try to put 99, 99. Update the cart. They're gonna flag you as a fucking bot, dude. <laughs> uh, let's see. I can't. Oh. I have a hundred in my cart. Jesus, do not hit, do not hit close purchase or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> but they, but they accept PayPal credit. By oh the way, God. that is $17,900 <laughs> $17, if you want a hundred Timex excuse. You know what's funny? That's probably cheaper than you would you pay for a lot of vintage reissues that are occurring right now, <laughs> or pretty close to it. You, too, can open up your own Timex e-commerce store on eBay. Oh, my God. For the price of one solid gold Oris. <laughs> That's not even a fucking joke, guys. If you're not familiar, Oris just released a solid gold $20,000 watch. Hey man I, I'm i not gonna hate I get behind that Doxa <laughs> 75,000 Oh the solid gold one With the maroon or brown dial Whatever the fuck it was It was uh No it was orange Orange Yeah it was Jesus. the chronograph Orange Solid gold Like 70 70 something K Fucking Fucking Xerxes From 300 Wouldn't even wear that shit Be like oh it's a bit much Isn't it It's like Xerxes You have piercings in your eyeballs dude But back to my point <laughs> yes back on track (laughs) the queue everything is fine and dandy you can get it people aren't trying to scalp these anymore um you know supply has caught up with the demand people are fucking scalping these new batman gmt's that came out no not these these timex um batman's that came out yeah so it looks like so we had the queue for a while in this quartz platform with the 12-hour bezel um they took the they took the same platform and now they've got a dive bezel uh and what appears to be a Miyota movement. It's the one that like handwinds but doesn't hack. I always forget the number on that one. Uh it's probably the A205 or the A215. Let's take a look at this one. Let's take a look. shop new arrivals. Okay. Let's see what the new arrivals are. One. So we 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 got to stop That's calling right. this the Q because it's technically called the M79. Okay, M79. And this is this is what I... I had that kind of reaction <laughs> to one of the last shows when we found out it was automatic. Um, let's see. Unwrapping your Nintendo 64 of 1997 under your Christmas Tree. <gasps> we were both just so happy. It made me cry. And we realized it was automatic, right? Longing <laughs> for those days, man. <laughs> After this past week. To, holy shit. I've come to the realization that um, I think perception of age whether we all realize it or not, is a seesaw. When I was younger, I couldn't wait to get older and experience freedom. But as I've begun to get older, I've realized now that age is just the gradual lamentation of things that I've lost when I was younger. So uh, uh, a bit of melancholic introspection for you guys. I've been thinking a lot about age recently. Some people people come here for this too. Yeah. Some people come here. Some people come here to fucking cry into their beers at eight in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> but let me see here, M seventy nine. So why are people calling this the Q? Because of the bracelet, I guess. You know, I I actually don't even know if so. The Q was an actual watch that that was reissued. Yeah. I'm not sure if M seventy nine was was something else that they're reissuing. Um, hear me out. Are you, Mm -hmm. I'm looking at the, I'm I'm on the Timex site on this product page, checking out their branding, their photography. I'm like, I'm a hundred percent behind their lifestyle photography, their branding, the way they lay out their, their site. I'm totally cool with it. I haven't seen anything like that's explicitly Mr. Orient jumping out at me. (laughs) Um, so good on, good on Timex for getting their shit in order for some of their other like washes, like I get Timex emails, um, for some of that like, for some of their quote unquote fashion stuff, mm-hmm. like it's uh, it's no, that's, that's, but that seems to be uh, items that are targeted at non-watch people. It's like, yeah, it's like people shopping or whatever, but it's not like, it's the same sort of like, you know, like, like, like what's the what's the joke we had? Uh, women smiling and eating salad, <laughs> right? Or, or that's like the gym ju- wedding. <laughs> Oh boy! We'll never be get behind that. I actually did get a targeted <laughs> ad on Instagram the other day. I saw it on our account, and it was it was from uh, from that brand. There was not was a watch. Fucking, there was not a watch in sight in the photo. From fucking Rado? Just two people running from each other. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no watch. I'm like, what is this? Uh, How do two people run from each other? Yeah, there's only one person to run opposite directions. (laughs) You can run from each other. Oh, that's great. So this M7. God damn it. (laughs) So this M79. Okay, I, I I agree. There's no weird watch fam bullshit marketing that's happening here on their site. Um, you do see some lifestyle stuff, but it's incongruence with other stuff that those um, fashion timex pieces are being included with like random jewelry pieces, like clothing stuff, you know what I mean but like that for me in the space that's normal for this stuff which is really only targeted in my opinion at watch people or I mean really for anyone but I think they yeah I don't see any bullshit like weird marketing like I'm very much on board. For how you know stops occurring here on the website, I don't see any Mister Orient inclusions. Take take a quick moment and look at the hour hand of this M seventy nine. How how clever is that? What is oh what is that? It's a little T. It's oh that's fucking great. It's a, that it's is a, fantastic. It's like a riff on the uh, on the Mercedes hand. Yeah, but it's well it's a the teeth. other well, the the Timex Q has nothing in the hour no. hand, but this has the T that's cute oh, this thing is great <laughs> so this thing is so fucking cool man so this thing is all sold out um, it, you so email when available um, do we know anyone that got this early on I know we, we I'm sure we got a timex I mean, we, we have we have a timex fan in the uh, slack channel he moves pretty quick when, when timex stuff comes out. I mean, we'll see if anyone has this watch, or we'll find out from the contributors. But if anyone has this watch and you want to share your thoughts, let us know what's up. Yeah, you know, give us give us a holler. Our M 79 automatic is something entirely new. Okay. Okay. Even though it, I'm reading this direct from this is directly from Timex's site. Here we go. From the word from the hold on, from the horse's mouth. What's the phrase from the duck's mouth? The, what I think it? it's I think it's uh, yeah from the mallard's mouth. From the mallard's <laughs> from the mallard's bill. Our M79 automatic is something entirely new, even though it might look familiar. Inspired by the 1970s Q Timex and elevated with a 21-joule mechanical movement, this watch is a fresh interpretation of a much-loved Timex icon. much-loved Timex icon, and then it's asterisk. What's the asterisk correspond to? Nothing. You're off. Really fucking hitting it out of the park. Like missing a period there, too. It's like, yeah. Alright, you gotta fire your copy guys, <laughs> Featuring a unidirectional bezel, luminous dial markings, a woven stainless steel bracelet, and exhibition case back. This modern watch captures the bold spirit of an era that changed everything. Everything. <laughs> I feel the same. Right. <laughs> case with 40 millimeters. Uh, stainless steel stainless steel acrylic uh, crystal that's fucking cool is timex our savior from from seiko also yes yes (laughs) i think we may i think we alluded to something uh like that on the last episode yes this this to me because they're doing cool releases they're experimenting they're having fun they're staying true to themselves we're not seeing timex try to like compete with anyone else in terms of design like these are all specifically yeah timex things you know what i mean um <clears throat> i think time and, and this is something i would have loved to have seen seiko do i think and i'm being incredibly dramatic guys i think the 62 Moss reissue was like the death knell you know what i mean of like future seiko releases uh i because after that it kind of started getting really rough to be a seiko person it definitely marked a, a turning point um can you use the phrase death knell? yeah de- <laughs> i think we could say that yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's the death knell of all things wholesome and honorable. Okay, I'm being way dramatic, but yeah, no, so I, I think in a way that the watch fam maybe not has recognized yet, I think Timex has filled that vacuum but very quietly. Yeah. Which I I really appreciate. Man. Actually, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the cases side by side, so I have the product page open for the queue and mm-hmm. the M79. I think the M79 is not the same platform the case is a little bit beefier on this m79 remember it's got to fit the automatic movement well yeah so the q is 38 millimeters and also this m79 is 40 millimeters yeah so there you go yeah different cases similar look and feel i'm sure race that's probably the same exact one um i love the t- i love the t in the hour hand i'm so happy you pointed that's it out that's fucking great yeah, yeah i dig it So, um, let's actually do this in real time. Oh, there's a, there's, there's, there's a video. There's a video. It's a nice video. It's one of those, one of those silent like pornos where it's just the watch like spinning around. So it's just the, it's just the watch. It's not a guy fucking, you know, cracking open oysters or whatever. (laughs) So I'm, I'm looking at an M79 auction on eBay right now. There are four bids and it's at 385. No. What are you guys no, doing? guys, don't. What are you doing? <laughs> there is no fi- if there is anything you learn from this, Timex is gonna keep making these. Because we came to the conclusion last episode that um the Timex guys, they all had a meeting. The Timex guys and gals, they all got the room and they said, listen guys, I think we should start really trying to make a lot of money. And they called him they called him a heretic. They hissed at him, they did the, the shame finger thing. But he was right. He was right, Timex should start making money. And the way to do it is to make watches that are authentic and true to them and their roots, to make watches that aren't stupid limited, and to make watches that are fucking affordable, dude. Yeah. This is this is the true unsung hero tale. No one expected Frodo to get the Ring all the way to Mordor. <laughs> he was the last fucking person to do it. To be the people thought were going to do it, but he did it. Is Timex our Frodo? Hi, Michael. <laughs> Timex is our Frodo is timex our unlikely savior coming Yo coming Moses? soon from timex we see at the timex lord of the rings collaboration they are listening <laughs> damn it <laughs> i want a TBWS logo on that case back <laughs> <laughs> oh dude but i i i, I know i know it, it's quite a sweeping generalization to say so and it might be a little bit of like a crazy stretch but like in, in my honest opinion, I, I, I really do think that, you know, they are like the Timex currently right now, the, uh, the savior. I think, um, and yeah, if you're, if you want an M79 and you're listening to the show and you seem they're all sold out, please, please motherfucking do not buy from people scalping and inflating prices on eBay. Fucking. Yeah, just you, just hang on. Just really, just Wait. There's, not, there, there's no Timex FOMO police who are going to knock on your door in two weeks and say, did you get the new Timex? And if you didn't, they're not going to shoot you in the fucking face. You know what I mean? like The, 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 the Timex Q came back. It's been less, it's crazy been less than, that than a year since the release of the Q. The Q came out in May last year. and yeah. it's that's You can wait, guys. It's, it's in this. stock. It, like like I said, I can buy it. They let me add 100 to my cart. <laughs> so, you know there are at least oh 100 of them. <laughs> I cannot wait for their email retargeting to hit you. Be like, "Hey, are you still interested in paying seventeen thousand dollars?" One of those like check, like cart abandonment emails. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are you still interested in, in one hundred time excuses? Like, why? I, I why? Forgot. Yes, I am. <laughs> I forgot Don't about mind that. If yeah, I let's, do. let's let's do it. Let's 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 confirm purchase now. But, yeah, um, check out the m seventy nine page on the actual Timex website. Don't go to any other fucking like weird things. like go to the actual Timex page because I think, to your point, it's quite refreshing. There's no bullshit here. I love the little copy blurb they have here. Um, and I love the little video they have the The poor analyst that's gonna have to put my session into their into their like analytics deck. Yeah, you just fucked up someone's <laughs> weekly next review. You just you just fucked up someone's weekly deck, being like, "Oh yeah, it was normal. Uh, uh, we had one user at a hundred time excuse. <laughs> Um We've been trying to email him ever since. He hasn't. Guess, before, but... Oh boy, good stuff. Please help me make my quotas. Ask me about my wiener. Oh, <laughs> a long time Don't ago. Know. Don't hail. Know. Not that anymore. <laughs> but these are a lot of. What's not him? fat anymore. You no, know, he lost weight for what? That movie, uh, the baseball movie. Moneyball? Moneyball with Brad Pitt? Is that what it was called? By the way, you can go to uh isjonahillfat.com and there's a site that tells you if he is. Well, what's the verdict? Uh current status Jonah Rogand. So it's a photo of him in like. Is he all jacked? He's he's kind of he's he's looking good, man. He's in like a Brazilian jujitsu sort of getup here, and he's got blonde hair and a blonde beard. So he's looking good. Good for him. I wish I was talented in the track. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and pretty rich. Jonah Hill has I'm been rich. spotted with a uh, fifty-seven eleven actually. Paddock. He's he's got a couple of them. Jeez, you think that was the super bad check or the or the Moneyball check? Which one do you think got him that watch? Wasn't the Wolf of Wall Street check? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah, did he, he took like a super? He took like a super shitty pay just just to be in the movie, right? He should have to be in a Scorsese film with uh, Leo. Yeah, yeah, that's what I remember. That <laughs> so here, let's talk about Timex. Let's, yeah, let's, talk, let's, talk, let's talk about Timex. Um, I'm really excited for 2020 for Timex to see just what the f- fuck is gonna happen obviously I'm excited for the M79 to come back in stock guys they're going to come back in stock mm-hmm. it's okay Um, actually you know what's really fucking cool Michael the date wheel on the M79 it's black it matches the dial yep, matches the dial something that uh IWC didn't even do for the first uh, big pilot so so all, <laughs> all of us watch nerds myself <laughs> included who get fucking ornery and upset and perturbed when he's just like the dial doesn't match the date wheel. It matches the date wheel, and it's fucking under three hundred bucks. They got bucks. your back. They got your back, guys. Like that. They listen to the neckbeards. If, if Timex, yeah, I mean, well, if Timex was phoning it in, they would have just left the stock date wheel. Like, oh, whatever, it doesn't matter. You know, they would just left the stock date wheels on there. But someone over there had enough sense to be like, hey, let's just let's just get matching date wheels and have you know black background, white text. <laughs> this thing really works um i'm I'm interested to see the beefier case size um can't wait to see these come back in stock and uh even out with the uh the demand um i'm what's the what's the case thickness i'm looking for the case thickness here the thickness 14.5 but i think that includes the dome crystal yeah i was about to say that's like chronograph like (laughs) that iwc that i sent you is like 14 and a half thick um (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure that's with the crystal, which is pretty tall. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, one thing that I'm thinking, yeah, because you mentioned 2020, I'm curious to see what else they'll do. Timex is also pretty popular for their military-inspired stuff, like much like mm. the one that we gave away. And one watch specifically, yeah, the Navigator or something. I think it was called. Well, the Mark One is their field watch, and and there have been mm-hmm. examples of those that have like or some of those have like rumored to have been actually issued. Um, cool. So I'm I'm <clears throat> curious to see if they'll create something that's a little bit more robust and maybe throw it into the, uh, what is it? The um, whatever vintage reissue range now, because now they have one that's 86 bucks. Actually, I don't know. I, I, I don't even know how they could make this that much better because it's already pretty damn cool. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to reissue after this I'm excited yeah. I think because it seems to be a steady ex- stream they'll keep experimenting with colors before anything else uh, we know that for sure yeah. yeah I'm telling you dude my wife is can cracking we visit- up hysterically at something <laughs> let's see she's, laugh- can she's laughing can we visit the timex can-, can we visit the timex factory it's here. In Waterbury? Waterbury. I think it's much easier for us to get to fucking Connecticut than it is for us to get to Germany. Or fucking... We went to Hong Kong, Michael. We went to Hong Kong <laughs> no, for the Washington Clock Fair. <laughs> I think we can take the four-hour flight to Connecticut. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> I'm just looking through some of these listings again. 17 bids at $300. No, no, no. No guys scalpers are going to keep doing this as long as you keep fucking buying from them don't buy from them just wait it's timex just wait they're going to reissue them you being the first person to purchase a timex release will be meaningless as soon as the next release comes out being the first doesn't fucking matter it doesn't matter do you have any interest in, in picking one of these up I was, I was, I, I, I want to see what happens. I want to see what other releases come out because I'm assuming once they see the positive reaction to this M79, they might experiment in this format a little bit more. I'm, I'm giving it serious thought. I might make, I'm very particular about watches that I get. The only watch that I got last year was this Orient Star Diver. I'm looking at it right now. I'm where, it, it's like, it's like next to me. Um, and that was a pretty tough purchase, you know, for me to make in terms of like thinking about it, planning for it. Um, luckily, I was able to make it happen with, um, say, a Japan. He was able to source the watch for me, all this stuff. Yeah. So I'm very particular with the watches that I purchase. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about making a. I'm thinking about making a Timex my 2020 watch. Yeah, I was. I, I wanted to ask you. It's we're, we're in month two of 2020. Uh, you haven't purchased anything. Neither have I. No. How how, how are you doing? How you feeling? Dude, I didn't purchase anything until... I didn't purchase anything in 2019 until December 30th of 2019. Man. I'm going to be just <laughs> like you. <laughs> like, I waited to the last possible fucking minute. Yeah, yeah, I'm... To get a watch in 2019. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm um, planning. I'm planning the 2020 purchase. Uh, mm. but, <clears throat> but this thing, right now, the M79, is probably one of the more perspective-looking ones because... Um, I just love a lot of the case polishing and the dimensions that you see in the video they have on their site. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool video, actually. I still kind of like the... I, I like the cue, just like the first cue, a little, a yeah. little bit more than this. Um, maybe it's... I think it's the size. Mm. But the colors... Um, it's a really nice blue on this bezel, too. Yeah. It's not, like, cheap-looking or anything. You're not fucking around, dude. you know so let's see i'm hopeful that a timex will be my 2020 purchase um i just want to give it I just want to give it some time see what happens yeah what's the little text at the bottom say water resistant 50, 50, 50, 50 meters, meters. Oh, that's cool yeah now i can fucking swimming with this watch uh there's one thing I'm, i i i want to get confirmation that let's see i still I still don't think we've gotten confirmation on this uh, this movement, on what it is. Yeah. Type in twenty one jewel Miyota day date. I'm pretty sure it's the A two one five. It is, yeah. Miyota A two one five. I see it now. Yeah. That's a fine movement. You know, it's not. It's it's currently not quote unquote fashionable because Miyota's currently on the nine zero series, but the A two series, they were fucking great. They were still fine. Actually the Fugus came out with the A2s. The Citizen Fugus had A2s, didn't they? Really? I thought those things hacked. Did they have did they have the nine zeros? Let me see. I mean those things those things are pretty pricey to, to have this movement. <clears throat> but yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, nine zero one five. Never mind. Yeah. Well. Alright. Oh no, wait. I think it's one of the A twos. Nine zero one five. Control F. Come on, stupid. Bear, 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 bear with me, guys. I'm trying to deal with Watch You Seek. Can we talk about how fucking difficult it is to use Watch You Seek now with all the fucking ads? Yeah, it's 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 pretty bad. But that, cannot believe Citizen does not equip this with the nine zero one five movement. Citizen or T-8-2? Oh, Citi- oh, Citizen. Citizen, yeah. Citizen. Yeah, this person's saying the fact that the Fugus have the A2s is a deal breaker. Oh. Because it's a low beat movement. Oh. Wa. Wah. <laughs> is having a high beat movement going going to like make your penis bigger? Like, what is that? Like, what's the correlation between beats and like genital perception? I can confirm that that's that's exactly what happens. <laughs> I'm like a tripod now, Kaz. Let me <laughs> let me tell you. I don't know why I'm doing my Stanley impression. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thing I just jumped into. <laughs> Let me tell you guys, Excelsior! I bought myself a thirty-six thousand beat per minute Seiko, and I'm just the tripod now. It's i inc- am I'm 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 a Hulk in the underpants. <laughs> Let me tell you. All right. Sorry. That's where I'm going to end my Stanley impression. Um but yeah, so the Fugus are are, are, are you know the A two caliber. Yeah, it's, it's kind of, but, I don't I don't really care about the movement that much in, in a two hundred and seventy something dollar watch. Yeah, real for the with this with this Timex M seventy nine, I think that's I think that's fucking really cool. I want them to keep using I want Timex to keep using Miyota A two uh, uh series movements so they can keep the pricing between two fifty and three hundred bucks. Definitely. Yeah. Right? That's a no-brainer to me, man. So when do you think this is gonna die down? When do you think they'll all come back in stock? And uh, how long did it take the Time XQ to come back in stock? Less than a year? Yeah, way less than a year. Yeah. So let's say let's say by uh, they, by what? They came out in May last year, and then I'd say by fall, like they they started coming back in stock different places okay so let's let's say june july let's 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 put the prediction <laughs> out there june july you can buy a, a, a timex m79 without any issues yeah, i think that's pretty fair right so i think we've learned something here today right michael we've, we've, we've learned, learned that timex lot. yeah we've learned a lot timex is the new seiko timex is nimble enough to learn from their mistakes timex knows what the majority of us want surprisingly or rather, what the majority of us would be interested in and how they interpret their heritage pieces. Seiko putting out, like, a 6,000 limited edition version of that 62 Moss. It's kind of like a weird reissue for their quote-unquote first dive watch, yeah. right? Um... Pay attention to Timex. I, I think if you're if you're out there and you're 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 in you're, if you're like Michael and I and you're in the unloving throes of orological ennui, sexy depression, orological ennui, um, and you don't really and you still love watches, but you feel like no one's really listening to you. I would um, seriously consider paying more attention to Timex in 2020. You know, that's that's my overall feeling just from everything that happened since the Marlin came out to this most recent release of the M79. Yeah, and all the watch blogs are writing about this, so you know you're going to be cool if you pick one up. (laughs) We haven't written about it. (laughs) We wrote about the Q, uh, not the M79. We wrote about the Q. I mean, and the thing is, like, you know, we'll write about it once we get one in for review or, you know, uh, know, whatever. We, We got... If you want something cool to read that no one else is writing about, go and check out fucking Henry's piece that he wrote on the twobookwatchsnobs.com snite, snite site uh, for um, the brand you know brand watches, department store watches. Also check out Damon's fucking killer piece that he did on 1016 Explorer Alternatives. Also, if you want to read about another watch that no one's fucking writing about, go and check out Baird's piece on that uh, Mito Ocean Star tribute. 75-year anniversary tribute. Damn. The cool fucking looking it's watch. A, no one a wrote about that. watch. Yeah. Right? Go and check out those three pieces on the site for for stuff that no one else is fucking covering <laughs> <laughs> writing about. <sighs> but that's what we've learned. That's what we've learned today. What do you think? I think it was is I, time? I think it was a great episode. I think it's a <clears throat> it's a good time to let the people go. And uh let us know if you if you managed to get one of these at the um at the regular list price, um, would be eager to see some of you guys tag us in, in Instagram or just kind of let us know how it is in, in person, um, on the wrist. So yeah, eager to see what, I'll... eager to see what Timex does in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. And then they give us a holler. If you got one of these things, give us quick first impressions on how it is. And, um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Let us know your thoughts on our entire discussion. Um, if you purchased also one of the Timex American Documents pieces and you do feel that my assessment was correct and that it's way better in person than like digital photos kind of showed it to be, definitely let me know what's up. Share your thoughts and opinions on any aspect of this discussion. Um, just to kind of read what we talked about last week, Michael and I are pulling back from our activity on Instagram just because... Uh, we've sort of outgrown the form in our ability to grow on it that does not mean however if you post an Instagram or if you comment on Instagram we won't get to it it's just it might take us a little while because we're focusing on some other aspects Got some really cool surprises in store for everyone we're also or I'm also more active on the Facebook and everything like that now but let us know your thoughts on this week's show on Instagram in the comments if you DM us it's it's just it's just not gonna work Um, if you have comments or questions or anything like that, please write it in the actual comments for the show post. And if you don't see the show post, it's because Instagram is a pile of fucking garbage. Go to our profile and then you'll fucking see the show post there as the latest thing we posted. Um, it's either gonna be a photo of uh, of my uh, my Omega Seamaster master or Michael, your CWC, whichever one of us gets to it, yeah. gets to it first. So let us know your thoughts on Instagram in the actual fucking post or on the two site. Uh, or on Facebook, where these go up as well. Um, our uh, one of our incredible moderators over at Facebook, Skip, has been really, really great at getting those uh, show posts up in conjunction with when they go up on SoundCloud, all that bullshit. So, let us know your thoughts on this week's show. Thank you again to everyone that enjoyed last week's show. Instagram trends that need to die, and uh, yeah, I guess I guess it's that sad time. Sad time. I'm I'm, I'm excited for Timex. I'm excited for Timex too. I, I think Timex has helped me pierce my thickening shell of numbness <laughs> in the watch world. Right? I think it's helped me break through. It's certainly a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Yeah. This is my this is this is the christening of my orological metamorphosis. I'm breaking my cocoon of bullshit to maybe, you know, be uh be really excited about the stuff that Timex is doing. To see a watch brand actually like, you know, have fun and not f- try and create fake FOMO demand. Yeah, man. Everybody get a Timex. Everyone got a Timex? Stop buying from scalpers. Yeah. Don't, all right. Don't Jesus. Do you're, just, you're just... It's like pigeons. If you keep feeding the pigeons, they're going to keep coming back. If you don't feed the pigeons, they'll just go somewhere and, and like, die on the pier. It doesn't matter. But as long as... They're, they're not near you. That's all that matters. Fuck. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Is that time? Is that, t- is that, t- is that t- time? Is that sad time? Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> My name is Mike. And this is Kaz. You have been listening to two book watch stops. Later.